Hello, and welcome to the Big Pinecast. Please welcome your hosts, Cadell and Salty Jelly Bean. Alright, I just did a lot of work. I don't want to kick us off. You kick us off. Alright. Um guess I'll say thank you to Brian Little for, for introducing us. Um welcome back. It has been a very long time. Yeah, um, it's been a very long happens. time. There's no viewers thing, of... thing <laughs> Yeah. Things happened between last time and this time. Um that prevented us from being here, but here we are. Such as a global Ooh. pandemic, an attempted insurrection, and uh, just general <laughs> laziness, I think is probably the biggest motive. Biggest uh, that's probably like, you know, 80% of it. Um, I, I wish it was. But it doesn't matter, because we're here now. So, yeah. um, I think we should kick things off with a fairly, I would say, like, big announcement from... Who was it? Was it just LucasArts? <laughs> LucasArts Games now. Yeah, um, they have their own... Is it what a publisher, probably? Yeah, I don't think it's actually like a studio, because I feel like they would have announced a game that they were working on at the same time. Um, it's definitely just a publishing thing. But the nice thing is they did announce a game uh, from Ubisoft. So the exclusive partnership with EA was supposed to have lasted... I think a couple of years longer than this, but I'm pretty sure after Battlefront 2, uh, all the folks over at LucasArts got cold feet and decided that they're going to open it up. So not only have they already announced something with Ubisoft, but they're also opening it up to literally anyone. So they said their desks are just covered in proposals, and they, they have the final say on everything, obviously, so it's not like some rando can just be like, I can make a game now. Um, and use Star Wars IP. It's more of a... I, I think they just realized that they, there's more money to be earned because the only real successes, at least critically, that EA has had was Fallen Order and Starfighter. But Starfighter wasn't even like a real game. Uh, not like a full AAA game, so... It, yeah. It'll be exciting yeah. to see. And I, I thought it was going to be like the Assassin's Creed team that was working on it, or at least one of the 40 that they have work on Assassin's Creed. Uh, no, it's actually massive. Um, they did the Division games. So, oh, okay. That'll be very cool then. Uh, yeah, I have mixed feelings. As long as the enemy design is different, then I'm cool with it. It's going to run in the same engine, so we're going to expect system requirements as well as uh, like graphical fidelity to be about the same as that but if it's like bullet sponge enemies where they scale by level and uh, then i'm just not gonna enjoy it yeah fair enough uh cyberpunk is a lot like that in terms of combat where the enemies are just bullet sponges and it's awful it's not fun it's not enjoyable by any means but then again cyberpunk isn't combat oriented that makes sense it's a it's an rpg you know, yeah. they large focus on role playing, but I feel like combat should still be a little bit fun, not yeah. kind of a chore. See, I agree. Like, I'm okay with level based RPGs. I mean, I I played both division games. I didn't finish either, but I enjoyed them. Um, I played Knights of the Old Republic, which is it's more of like a D and D style thing. Uh, where where you would allocate points one way or another, but it is still had the same concept of if that level if that enemy is like two levels above you, you just kind of die, um, or you have to shoot them a million times and throw like forty grenades that cost you a million dollars. So, and I just don't feel like that's what Star Wars needs right now because they have had a failed FPS, a decent uh, flight sim. And let's see, there's Fallen Order. What other ones have they come out with? Fallen Order, I single person RPG ish. I think it's just the two Battlefront games and Fallen Order and the Starfighter. Yeah. So. And, and both of those Battlefront games were trash. Okay, so. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, they, I, they were able to resurrect Battlefront 2. Um, yeah. Battlefront 2 was 
awful, just as bad as the first. Um, oh. But they were able to bring it back. I, not that I've played either. I've played the first one briefly, didn't touch the second one. But from the the collective opinion is that the game is halfway decent now. Yeah, so I've played it, um, and I'm definitely going to play it again when it goes free on Epic Games, because uh, why not play it on PS4? Um, my general feeling is that it was so bad at the beginning that making it mediocre it exceeded everyone's expectations by so much <laughs> that we're wow. like, wow, it's a good game now. It's not really. Like, it's not... There are some aspects that are really fun. Um... But there's some aspects. So all of the special characters are way fun now. I mean, there's some of them that like I don't enjoy playing some of the heroes. But there's a whole bunch of special units. The droidicas are awesome. The clone commandos are awesome. The commando droids, all of those things, um, really fun to play. Same with the the ones with the first order and the rebellion. Those are pretty decent. Although I honestly can't remember what they are. But it's the the gener the lack of weapons how how uncontrollable most weapons are they, they just feel like you're you're playing with a nerf gun um and i don't like nerf the original battlefront <laughs> 2 um while it wasn't like super balanced or had amazing gunplay but it felt like your gun was like an actual gun it does not feel like that um in the newer ones so I, I hope Massive re recognizes the fact that the game just didn't feel good enough. Um, that's something that they need to improve on. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, it's definitely it's exciting to see that just about anyone can get their hands on that Star Wars IP now. Um, but it's also a scary thing. So Yeah, well, LucasArts has historically been really, really good at protecting the ip like the sanctity of star wars i don't think mm -hmm. like they don't that doesn't mean the game's going to be good but that means the story is not going to screw with star wars in the long run fair enough um so and since they have the final say hopefully that means that we get quality games too but considering how many people are just insanely huge fans of star wars seeing a ton of passion projects come out would be really really fun oh yeah for sure that's the republic 3 please <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want i clone commander actually no clone commando 2 um and probably a couple others i i wouldn't complain about another jedi academy yeah especially one that it doesn't look like a golden Knight 64 because i went back to try to play it was it was a little hard and it, it doesn't work on a rx 3070 <laughs> it's not powerful good to enough. know I want to see another uh, Bounty Hunter game. Ooh, yes, like you... the cancelled one? Um, Yeah, similar to the cancelled one, but did you ever play... I think it's literally just called yeah. Bounty Hunter. Yeah, I've heard like, of it. Like, on the I, PlayStation I 2. I play it, but... I loved that. I really good about it, yeah. That would... Man, I'm still upset about the cancelled... Uh, was it, like, level 13 or something? It was about, like, a, a specific area in Coruscant. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a it was like a gang controlled area or something. It was like a kind of underground bit. Super dark and ah, just 13, 13. grungy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I think they need to realize that we don't necessarily need like in you know, like, you know, space opera games like like the kind of original trilogy was really good at. Like Knights of the Republic, that was pretty dark. Um, story-wise, and Rogue One, super dark. Everyone loved it. Mm -hmm. And the, like, especially since the po the people that watch Star Wars are are mostly adults now. I mean, you know, the original ones. Um, no, what am I talking about? They're all adults. Yeah, right. Um, I can I can generalize that. Like, it's it's okay to like take bigger risks and. Well, actually, it's not a risk. Just be darker and have yeah, more adult right? themes. I agree 100%. I'd love to see a, a darker Star Wars game. Yeah, and if they screw it up, I will uh, burn down the the company headquarters. I, I'll give a warning. I don't, right. I don't want it to hurt anybody. 
I just mm. want to express my displeasure in the flames. <laughs> You'll give him a chance to evacuate the building before you uh, yeah. light it on fire. But right? I will I will repeatedly tase anyone that tries to save copies of the game. <laughs> I, I, posterity can suck it. I don't really think they need it. If if it's that bad, then I'm gonna commit arson. And All right, I like it. I'm glad you there's, you do. Come there's probably a court for me. <laughs> there's probably a few steps we can take before committing arson and assaulting people, but I like where we're going. I I've left enough negative reviews, uh, <laughs> and it, it just doesn't seem to work. So fair enough. It's. I can get behind that. It's burning time. All right. On uh, that note, on the uh, you know committing arson, um, something that's currently burning to the ground is and I Warzone. Burn faster. <laughs> uh, not even just Warzone, just Call of Duty in general. Yeah. Um, it the most recent, um. What do I even call it? Just release. the mess. Most re recent release. Uh, Cold War is all over the place with bugs. Warzone is filled with cheaters. I don't want to get started on the DMR, even though apparently that's been nerfed for a second time. It's still really, um, really good. Earlier today. No, I, I believe it. I, I've played like, um, probably like 40 matches the past couple days, and it's not better. Yeah, no, the first nerf, I believe, mitigated headshot damage and damage range, if I'm not mistaken. I th I the... think that they changed spread slightly. Um, yes. But I don't think they changed headshot damage. That was the MAC-10, which definitely needed that. Oh, you're right. MAC-10 got true. its headshot multiplier modified. That was all they did to the MAC-10, and there have been no changes to it uh, since. Um, so it's still a stupidly good gun because high rate of fire, you just shoot him in the body, it doesn't matter. The, that and the dual Diamatis are still very viable. Um, yeah. They nerfed the hip fire spread on the Diamatis, I believe, but that doesn't matter when you're, you're within melee distance of them, which is how people used them before anyways. Yeah, they're like uh, better sh shotguns, which doesn't make any sense to mm -hmm. me. And, well, yep. I, I admittedly haven't used them a lot because I don't play Cold War, I only play Warzone. Um, and it's still just stupid because even if you know like the person that you that just killed you is gonna get shot by somebody with a DMR, and there's nothing they can do about it, uh, it still feels really bad to be killed by them because oh, like for sure, even with a shotgun, you just kind of die. I, I have been on both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I'll uh, tell naturally, you naturally, naturally, that, that kind of person. Yeah, no, I had to do it. I had to do it. There's uh, no other way to play the game. There hey, is no other way to play the game. Hey, look, I just said that I would happily commit arson, and I think you're a terrible person. So what does it say about you? I, I mean, I if I had to choose between burning down uh, Activision and playing with the DMR and the dual Diamatis, I'm a Call of Duty fanboy at heart, right? My, my dumbass is going to so. buy the next Call of Duty game. Um... You're the reason, you're everything that's wrong with the world and the reason they can keep it's, pumping out garbage, but continue. Exactly, it's my fault. It's entirely my fault. I take full yeah, responsibility. You individually, it is your fault. Um, I would rather destroy other people's will to live by using the DMR and Diamatis than burn down Activision. All right. Like, Maybe not I, will to live, will to play Warzone. Look, I, do, I don't do anything wrong. They have insurance. All the employees are going to get probably paid vacation. And it's Activision. They're not going to pay anybody. Okay. Yeah. They're going right. to let the whole studio. They're, they're going <laughs> to let everybody. I'm going to make 100 everybody's people lose gone. their jobs minimum. Everybody's gone. Okay. I, I, I'll rethink my plan then. I, I hope it's not too late to return all of the gasoline I just bought. Can you return gasoline? <laughs> I can return the can containers, but. We'll just have to burn another building down. It's fine. Yeah, we'll find some we'll abandoned building that, part. and there's going to be no legal repercussions doing it. You know, like exactly. Mission, but getting on to like, you know, the real crime, which is everything that Activision Blizzard's doing with Call of Duty. It's it's like not even just Warzone. The zombies fans, you get one map. Suck it, guys. Yeah. Like we know you're like the most passionate creators um, in the entire uh, Call of Duty fan base, but just screw you. 
Uh, you're gonna buy it anyways. We we did get that Jingle Hells mode though. Let me tell you, that Jingle Hells mode. Um, I played once and I had my fill. So thank thank goodness they gave us that at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a let them eat cake kind of situation. I'm pretty sure a couple of people lost their heads after that was built. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, Jingle Hells literally takes away the mystery box on the one map that we get to play. And no one like mechanic. that. It's not a classic. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only way to get mystery box weapons or any equipment uh, would be to throw snowballs at the zombies and then kill them. But you could only hold on to five snowballs and there were like a bunch of snowball piles around the map that you could take from. You were, still weren't even guaranteed a weapon or piece of equipment after killing a zombie you had just thrown a snowball at. You could have gotten nothing. And so that just made the mode even less fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not even like something they tried to monetize. Like, oh, buy 30 extra snowballs for this amount. No, they just didn't want you to have fun. It wasn't even mm -hmm. an attempt to earn money. Nope. Uh, yeah. So, so we got two zombies that they screwed. Um, for the most part, they're screwed. At least this week, um, to kind of not make up for it, I guess, but to kind of, you know, mend things a little bit. It is a free week for zombies. Um, you can download Cold War Zombies and play for free if you want to try it out. Um, <sighs> on top yeah, of that, that, there's double weapon XP. They're adding, I say a new mode, but it's, it's Cranked. I don't know if you've ever played Cranked in multiplayer. It's where you get the kill. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then... You have 30 seconds to get another killer as you explode. Same concept, just with zombies instead. Um, so it's going to be another mode where I play one or one once or twice, you know, and then I'm done. Yeah, and you are the most hardcore Call of Duty fan that exists. Oh yeah. Or at least you're in that that top bracket. And if it I'm a walking billboard. Yeah, you are. Duty. I mean, from the time you were like 10 years old. It was freaking annoying because mm -hmm. I just wanted to play Halo. <laughs> uh, so, but that's that's zombies. They're trying to make up with it for a mediocre with a mediocre free weekend. So all the people that haven't experienced the mediocrity that is that mode get to try it, courtesy of them and a 200 gig download. Just only slightly yeah. exaggerating. Uh, multiplayer, buggy, unfun because Very. of skill based matchmaking, or so I've been told. I personally think everyone there is wussies. That's just ranked matchmaking. Actually, no, I take it back. The fact that it's not just win-based, but also kill-based is stupid. It's also, um, to tie into that, I, so people are finding out that you also get matched up with players who are playing the same like time as you, if that makes sense. So if I've been playing for two hours... I'm more likely to get matched up against players who have also been playing for the same amount of time without quitting out of the game. That's bizarre. Which is strange, but it I, I get it kind of, because like there's gonna be that yeah. guy that plays for like half an hour, right? And he's like, alright, I'm done. But then there's like all the sweats that are gonna play for hours at a time, you know? Mm, yeah, that's I mean like I get there's an idea behind it, but just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like I I feel like if I'm playing, I'm not like, "Oh man, I can't believe this guy's been playing for an hour longer than me." I just don't <laughs> care. And I don't mm -hmm. think anyone cares. And it just shows like the lack of understanding of their own player base. Or at least the vocal part of their player base. Maybe there's a whole bunch of casual mm -hmm. Call of Duty fans that watch a couple t videos on TikTok and that's as like into it as as they get besides playing an hour a week. Mm -hmm. And for the, them, it makes uh, a marginal difference. Yeah, no, from stats that I've not necessarily seen but heard about is that a large portion of their yeah. fan base, the the casual, yeah, right, <laughs> the casual um, like player base, that obviously is bigger than the people that you know seep a bunch of time into it, the more vocal party, mm -hmm. um, and so they don't really care about the skill-based matchmaking, because obviously they're getting matched up with people who don't spend nearly as much time as them in the game, 
they're not getting stomped on in public games. Um, but I have never hated a multiplayer in Call of Duty so much, except for, like to, uh, since this one. Before, you know, and maybe it's just because I'm getting old and all these 12-year-old kids are much better than I am. Um, I played but... you. You're probably all right. <laughs> I, I do okay. Um, but I, like, the, uh, <laughs> thanks. The, um, first, the night I bought the game, I played multiplayer for maybe, like, 10 minutes, 10, 20 minutes, and I was right back on the zombies. And then I, I, I could show you my stats in the game. I have, like, days in zombies and not even, like, half a day in multiplayer. Just because zombies is, even with just the one map, is much more enjoyable. Yeah. Than the multiplayer. Yeah, that's that's the vibe everyone's getting. And what's what's I think even funnier is as we've like lost interest in almost every game mode and you know their crappy one map game mode is the best one. They've also screwed up the monetization. So many people are like, okay, I only play Warzone or I only play Black Ops. Like I only play Warzone. I, I don't care mm -hmm. about Black Ops. The battle pass sure. is extremely difficult to understand what reward is for what. Um, at least from like a normal perspective, you don't want to go through every single thing and open it up to see which game it's for. Um, and it's it's mostly for Warzone. So the people that play Black Ops, this brand new game that theoretically should have more support than anything else they have, and they're like, okay, I'm gonna get the battle pass so I can get uh, these cool rewards and use them in game. But no, you can't. Um, and that's that's just stupid. If you're going to charge people money for something that's advertised in a game, you should make sure that thing actually like it has benefits for said game. And like in the advertising you, Sorry, go ahead. Are you referring to like a lot of the rewards in the battle pass are for Warzone or for Cold War specifically? Well, well both. Um the fact that there's it's uh half of the player base that only plays Black Ops is is upset that they're paying for something that doesn't give them rewards they can use. And vice versa, the people that play only Warzone uh, kind of get screwed because they're paying for something they're never going to use too. So there's those people that play both, which there are certainly lots of. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, I guess, fine. But it's just strange to, to include a battle pass and advertise it in a game when many of the rewards are not usable in said game. And especially in Warzone where uh, Warzone's basically turned into a giant Black Ops uh, Cold War ad. Yeah. Uh, with the link on the home screen, with uh -huh. the battle pass, with even the Resurrection Island thing, they tried to push, like, hey, buy Black Ops because Black Ops Cold War because this is a... Uh, you'll get similar things in, in that game. Mm -hmm. It's just... Games as a service being brought to a level where it is no longer beneficial to user I, it, it, it's just difficult to look at and say yeah this is not convoluted this is easy to understand and it is pro-consumer i can't even tell how it's pro studio other than the advertising they're getting even if it fair i i would give them a little bit of leniency in terms of like advertising like Cold War and stuff, just because, like, the idea is that they're they're integrating the games, right? And so the story they're trying to build in Warzone right now is that from Cold War, and so it might look like a Cold War advertisement. Uh, get, don't get me wrong, the main menus are gross. Okay, you load, you boot really up the annoying. game, and there's like Modern Warfare, Warzone, and Cold War, which all launch from different. You know, they have different launchers, so they don't even work. Th those like um just the menus link don't even to run. a different, different yeah. game doesn't even work um but like with the you know rebirth island and a lot of the cold war stuff that is now in warzone i think it's more of just like a bridge um to link the two player bases <sighs> which i i get that so i i guess i'm kind of comparing uh call of duty to games as a service in a way that that i maybe didn't make clear and maybe not everyone agrees with me either 
So when I when I think of games as a service, I think of a either a free to play game with heavily monetized elements that's intended to be supported over a long period of time. Anything like Dota, League of Legends, even StarCraft now, uh, Fortnite, just any free to play game that's supposed to last like six years, or um, which is the section of uh, games as a service that I I compare Call of Duty a little a little more to, are the subscription based services. Like World of Warcraft, uh, basically just every MMO in existence, like Eve Online and so on and so forth, uh, where you pay sixty plus dollars a year to play the game, and 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 like that's it. So what I'm seeing is Call of Duty has a yearly release schedule, so that means that you're essentially paying sixty dollars a year to keep playing Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, you can keep playing the the old one, which I think is great. Um, so at least it's not like everything goes away if you don't buy the next one. But also you lose out on the player base, the support. If bugs are discovered, they're not dealt with at the same uh, rate at the same rate that you would hope they would be. Um, but just just to make it really simple, because most of the the casual as well as the hardcore Call of Duty fans will buy the game every year, we'll just say it's the equivalent of a sixty dollars subscription fee. And then, and then we kind of throw Warzone into the mix, which is now the other kind, the Fortnite kind of game as a service where it's free to play and monetized uh with different microtransactions that you get mostly skins um and combining these two things is very odd to me um especially when their games the the subscription based subscription based version of call of duty you have to download an entirely new game every year so in that transition period Especially considering they've they've hooked Warzone up to Modern Warfare, and as far as we can tell, it's never gonna disconnect from it. You've just got these two completely different systems working in tandem, and that bothers me for some reason. Yeah. No, I. I, I get that. I agree. Um, one of the big one of my biggest gripes with the, um, Cold War kind of Warzone integration is that they're two completely different engines the, both games don't play the same at all and so you use a weapon in cold war and you hop in Warzone, where that same weapon is usable it acts completely differently it doesn't act the same yeah um and the fact that they balance that, them the same regardless of, of those differences such as health as well as just gun handling is silly but yeah no exactly and so i mean i've always enjoyed Treyarch games more than Infinity Ward games, just mostly because of zombies, um, for the most part. But I've always liked how Treyarch games have played as well in terms of multiplayer. They've always had like a slower time to kill. Um, Modern Warfare, I hated playing multiplayer because I would barge through a door and some dude sit in the corner and he'd shoot me in the back and I'd have no time to react to it. I'm just dead, right? Mm-hmm. Cold War. The time to kill isn't like, you know, a snail's pace or anything. It's still, you know, decently fast to keep the game at a good pace. Um, but I feel like I can accomplish more. I can, you know, realize somebody's shooting at me and at least, you know, turn to face them before I. And I that's die. why I liked playing Halo uh, when you wanted uh, to make us play Call of Duty. But I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um,. On top of the kind of what you were to go with what you were saying with kind of the two different like games as a service models that they're working with, I will always blame Fortnite for this because Fortnite was this free to play game, right? And then they charged excessive amounts of money for skins. Hold, hold Gross, on, wait, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna pause you right there. Didn't you I, buy I, a skin from that game? You don't about. play it? the Master Chief skin. I played. I got my money's worth out of the skin. Okay, uh-huh. that doesn't. Uh-huh. Just because I think the amount of money they're asking for is excessive doesn't mean I'm not willing to spend. See, I'm part of the problem. We've already talked about this. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. Okay, you can that's, blame me. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but and I'm part of the problem the, why the Dota monetization system is far from ideal. So continue. Yeah. <laughs> We're all serious um, here. Exactly. No, but. Call Activision takes Call of Duty, 
they charge you $60 for it. And then they feel like they can charge you the same amount of money for skins as, you know, like Fortnite did. And like Warzone is free to play. And so you can look at it like they're exactly the same. But I remember playing Black Ops 4 where, you know, the battle pass was kind of starting to blow up after kind of Fortnite introduced it. And so their Black Ops 4 is like, hey, we got a battle pass now. We also have gross microtransactions for, you know, skins in the game. And Black Ops 4 was a $60 title. Yeah. That and... adopted the same, like, uh, monetization scheme. Yeah, and the th- and the thing that's so terrible about it is, like, it can still definitely be fun. If it, if it wasn't fun after they made those decisions, then it would be really easy to to cope with it because they just not do the same thing again but Mm -hmm. because people still buy the games because people still spend money on the games they they have no reason to change we can sit here as you know like armchair game designers or financial consultants or whatever and say this is the way it ought to be done but we're we're not coming from the same perspective as them they're just looking at their bank account like holy frick there's so much money in that like why would we change if I'm not mistaken, I believe Activision made 1.4 or 1.3 billion dollars this last this last year with Warzone and like leading into Cold War, obviously. Um, I saw that somewhere on Twitter, but we all know how reliable Twitter can be. Sorry, right. I'll look it up for you. Uh, so Thank you. Modern Warfare definitely broke franchise records. Mm-hmm. Um, sold more copies than I believe Modern Warfare 2 like I think Modern Warfare 2 was the most sold one before that yeah which is crazy because that was that was the most profitable video game in history for a long time mm-hmm. uh, but they in quarter 1 2020 so even before uh, Cold War they net earned 1.52 or sorry the company uh increased 1.52 billion dollars in value oh which means that it's not just like maintaining what they had before that means they increased their stock value of 1.52 billion it's kind of hard to get exact sales uh mm-hmm. money just because they don't tell us uh, until after the the game has kind of went through its cycle. And even then, a lot of people, uh, you kind of have to guesstimate some of those things. For because sure. they don't care that we know or don't know. That's still an insane amount that, that people are looking at this, like, you know, stock analysts are looking at this and saying, yep, your company is worth this much more. Just That's before Warzone, which, of course, probably is netting them even more money. And then... Cold War. So the kind of question that's here is, if this is really not pro-consumer, if it's something that needs to stop at some point before everyone gets angry, what can other companies do to to step in and, and fill whatever void uh, is left by Call of Duty? If, if people right now are upset, what game can come out that takes advantage of that? It'd have to be, I don't want to say like a Call of Duty reskin, you know, because everybody's just going to play Call of Duty, right, instead. Yeah. It'd have to be something easy to pick up, easy to learn, just like why Call of Duty is so popular is because you can hop into a game, point and shoot, pretty much, you know, there's not. you're terrible, you're not going to end the game with zero kills. Yeah, right. Um... It'd have to be just like Call of Duty in that aspect, where it's just easy to pick up. You can play for half an hour if you wanted, you know, or you could play for three hours if you wanted. Um, And it just have to... I feel like monetization... I mean, I say, you know, they'd have to, like, lower prices on, like, skins or cosmetics or whatever it is they choose, you know, whatever game it is, whatever they do for that. But obviously people pay for the skins now like i i pay for the skins now you know obviously i'm not buying out the shop or anything i i pick and choose kind of what i want but i'm 
you know we're consuming so yeah uh when i think about it i think like okay what what current competitors do we have so let's just throw the battle royale genre out and just focus on the the hallmark of call of duty which is the online multiplayer mm -hmm. just the the deathmatch style you know thing not not a battle royale so what other games right now have it we've got battlefield which has sucked way harder way harder than yeah. call of duty for the past few years both battlefield 5 and battlefield 1 were terrible everyone mm -hmm. loved like battlefield 2 bad company everyone was loved battlefield 3 battlefield 4 had some mixed feelings but like generally was still well received and then battlefield mm -hmm. 1 and 5 were just garbage um battlefield uh what was the one with the cops and robbers Cops and robbers. Oh, I even forgot about that one. That one wasn't nearly as well received as three or four, but it was still like I had a few friends who uh, played that game day in and day out during its life cycle. Yeah, that one was different and hardline. People, yes, Battlefield Hardline. People felt more like it was like a, a DLC to Battlefield Four, and I think that's where a lot of the the upsetness came from. Yeah, that's or even a real word. Um, but. <laughs> Battlefield 6 has been announced, so maybe they learn from that. So for starters, it's not set in the past, which was, I think, a problem with both 1 and 5. Mm -hmm. um, there's people saying that it's going to be World War 3, so, like, near future. Uh, that's not confirmed, so that's it's just a guess. There's no release date. It's only even been announced... Uh, from a financial perspective, they haven't like uh, created a trailer or anything for the fans. They've just said, "Okay, here's our our quarterly report. Uh, we're working on this game, and and based on the release schedule of the past ones, that means anywhere from like late 2021 to like mid 2022. Uh, so." I mean, that's all conjecture. It could be 2024, or it could be next month. It could drop it on us like Apex Legends and just say, oh, by the way, we have a game out. Which oh, yeah, I, definitely I remember not going to happen. Yeah, that, I still think it's crazy. That was stupid. Yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. Um, if it wasn't free to play, no one would buy it, period. But right? People were like, no. oh, this brand new AAA game just came out. Like, I guess I'll try it. And I guess it, it's working. I don't know. I don't think they'll do it again, though. No, I hope not. It, it's not, um, in terms of, like, size, like, it wasn't a full game, but Treyarch did a similar thing during Black Ops 4's life cycle where they just dropped the first DLC pack out of nowhere. First Zombies map, first few multiplayer maps, they're just like, here you go. Yeah. No trailer, no announcement, no, they're just like, hey, these are in the game now. Yeah, but I feel like you can take way more risks with a DLC announcement than, a, oh, yeah. than a, an actual game, but... For sure. But still, like, uh, I don't think, honestly, Battlefield can take the place of Call of Duty. Uh, no matter what decisions they make, even if they screw up the next one even worse, I, I don't think it will. Because Battlefield has been more of a team play focused, uh, a little harder to play, um, especially because there's that one kid that has, like, 10,000 hours playing the scout class and just snipes you from the map. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's more community focused with uh, self-run servers and, and other things like that. So I think there's a possibility that they'll gain more of the market share, but I don't think they can take over. And so that leaves us pretty much with what Halo is the only other like six on six or four on four multiplayer shooter. Yeah. That has genuinely large market share. Because Killzone, dead. Uh, Sony even yeah. closed their website a few weeks ago. Oh, really? Yep. It, it's just there. Like, That's thanks crazy. for supporting us. Well, it hasn't... The Killzone... What was it called? Shadow? I oh. It was a PS4 launch title, and it, no other mm -hmm. Killzone game has come out since then. And mm -hmm. Guerrilla Games are just making the Horizon Zero Dawn games. Because oh, those okay. are stupidly popular. Yeah. So that that's out of the picture, and it was a PS4 exclusive anyway, so there's no way it could really gain traction. Mm -hmm. Is Halo... Is there any other I'm missing? Um, 
uh, Gears of War. I think Gears of War is another mm. uh, that that one I find really fun, but that one's even harder to learn than Halo or even Battlefield. That game has such and it's third person. No, I don't want to say it? it's third person. Um, yeah, a lot of the is... combat is like movement based, and it's just it's yeah. It's, the there's system. definitely a learning curve there. So I don't know if I'd put that one as a contender. Definitely fun though, if you have the time to play, you know, and learn the game. Yeah. Uh, I guess technically you could count Counter Strike and Valorant. Uh, I think, mm, in terms of competitive play, but I, I think those are strong contenders. But if we're talking about the casual player that just hops on for half yeah. an hour, maybe an hour a day, you know, or even a week, yeah, there's no way. Even though CS:GO has a pretty large player base it's not it's not the same no not the same at all and th those people tend to be more intense all and it's free to play so there's a little bit a uh, little difference there so that kind of means that halo is the only real contender and even then it can't touch playstation which currently is leading but the fact that halo infinite's going to come out day one on pc is a big deal no, yeah, that's huge, and I don't know if it's been confirmed. I feel like it has. I feel like when they announced, um, oh, I I gotta find the announcement. I believe Halo multiplayer is also free to play. Yep, it is. Uh, Which it will is be, going yeah. to be free. No, that's even bigger, you know, for Halo as well. Yeah. Well, potentially bigger. I think I'm generally of the opinion that it's a good move. Um. Especially since it's on a new platform now, that'll open it up to a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't even wanted to try it. Mm -hmm. Not that you know, Master Chief Collection didn't do incredibly well on PC; it did. But even expanding that audience larger, the only problem is, is will they make tasteless decisions early on? Because Call of Duty has the advantage of being a super freaking old franchise with so many games. So that means that. There are people that have been buying this game every year for years. And Halo, when did Halo 5 even come out? It's been four years. Oh, it's been it's been about five. It's been five or six years, I think. It, it yep. It's was October twenty-seventh, twenty fifteen. Wow. Uh so it just can't maintain the same active player base. Because people will come back to it, be like, wow, I love this game. Play it for a while, and then eventually it's, they're going to have to move on. One thing that's nice is the fact that because Infinite's going to have free-to-play multiplayer, they could potentially keep the multiplayer supported for much longer. Um, with constant influx of new people, because to be real, who, who buys uh, Halo like five years after it comes out? No one. Right. So that means that if it's free, people might continue uh, uh, downloading and playing the game, as well as a constant source of income to keep that multiplayer going for that long, with mm -hmm. server upkeep, um, bug fixes, new content, stuff like that. So th that is a really good sign for the longevity of the game, which is why I'm for it. But because it doesn't have that legacy to, to back up on, if it doesn't do well, the next one won't have the opportunity to really show itself because people with call of duty they're like oh this one sucked like uh with what was the futuristic one? Oh, infinite warfare yes. advanced warfare advanced warfare didn't everyone hate that game advanced everyone hated advanced warfare because you could jump you know seven stories in the air yeah it, infinite it, warfare wasn't loved too much more but I yeah, think Advanced Warfare was a big one there. But next year, by, when next year's roll around, it just didn't matter. Because everyone's no, yeah. like, I buy this game, and mm -hmm. I, I've had so many good experiences in the past with it that I'm going to keep buying it. And if Halo's multiplayer goes free-to-play and people go on, and they're like, oh, wow, I have to pay for every single gun in the game? <laughs> I'm never playing a Halo game ever. And I love to... Halo. And I would be Same. in that group. <laughs> right? Um... I couldn't agree more. To tie in with like the longevity of Halo, 
not only is that multiplayer going to be free to play, but they've talked about um, Halo Infinite being kind of the Halo title for the next, you know, decade and constantly just supporting the game just in its entirety for 10 years and not seeing, you know, a Halo, well, a Halo 7, you know, until... Yeah. And and that's smart. Like, you can keep releasing story DLC and what, in the same increment even as you did in the past. And if you prove mm-hmm. that the quality of them with the first few of them, people might even be willing to pay... I doubt it's ever going to go up to 60 but you know like significant amounts of money for these story DLCs for sure so that means that the people that are mostly into the single player Halo um, they'll they'll have their thing as well as the the multiplayer being able to to be supported for a really long time which everyone everyone wants no yeah for sure um, I do think that th- this multi I, with Halo Five, they really focused on the competitiveness. I would say of Halo because Halo can be a very competitive title. They yes. did have Warzone, which was weird. I still don't know how I feel about Warzone to this day. I played a yeah. handful of times. It was fun, you know. Don't get me wrong, but I've always been the arena style you know 4v4 competitive player and so i didn't dabble in it too much but if they you know are a bit lack a bit more lax with halo infinite's multiplayer especially with it being free to play you know i think they can get a lot more a lot more people interested you know yeah and uh, you mentioned the com- the competitive aspect and i think they have a real opportunity to take the competitive scene cuz let's be real like call of duty Pro competitions have, are not really what they used to be. Um, I couldn't or, agree more. Or yeah, at least, no. you know, from a relatively casual enjoyer of competitive Call of Duty. That's, that's how I see it. And since Counter-Strike has a really high barrier of entry, which I would say is the next, uh, the most comparable uh, eSport first-person shooter, that means that Halo really has an opportunity to step into that void. Because there was a time where it was the first-person shooter esport back in the days of Halo 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Call of Duty, I think, was still giving it a run for its money at times. But it was it was huge. There was a market presence, but now no one no one cares about Halo Pro. pro it, it practically right. doesn't exist. So if they, if they keep theater mode... Um, which I'm not sure if they had in five because I don't own an Xbox One. I uh, don't. I don't remember a theater mode, but I could be. Yeah, I could be. I, I didn't play they Halo that. Five too much. Um, but they, they, the ones, the bungee games did, of course. They have theater mode, which enables replays, especially if those are exportable replays. Um, sharing them that makes tournament tournament organization so much easier, just because that means games don't necessarily have to be played live. Uh, uh, dedicated spectator tools so that means you don't have to be sitting next to the person uh, who is playing have your computer hooked up to their xbox and say okay you have fun i'm just going to be over here like spectating you Mm -hmm. um if they get those two things in then they automatically have an advantage over everything else call of duty does not have that uh do they even have a spectator mode i definitely know they don't have replay um no you can't just hop into a game and spectate obviously there's you know in warzone when you die you can spectate the player that killed you but that's yeah, there's no that's, uh, uh, not the same as dedicated. uh top down view or the ability to scroll through players like yeah. i don't know if you've watched uh any other competitive shooter like basically csgo um i've watched you... a lot of rainbow competitive stuff and gears okay, of war yeah. competitive stuff. See, rainbow Ooh, that's one we didn't even mention at all rainbow um I guess we'll probably have to come back to that. Uh, but Rainbow has a great spectator tool. It probably could be better. It's a little clunky. But yeah, for sure. you can watch the match as it unfolds. And it has important information displayed in a way that's easily accessible to the viewer. And maybe even more important to the person controlling the camera. Uh, because it's historically difficult to spectate first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. So if they have those things in... They have that advantage that only Rainbow Six 
As man, how do we forget that? I played like three matches today in Rainbow Six. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't know how we just glossed yeah, over it. I'm planning a tournament for it for uh, a couple <laughs> months from now. Uh, yeah, just, just slipped my mind. But <laughs> crazy. I th I think Rainbow Six doesn't necessarily appeal to as many people. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong. It if we're talking about learning Halo. curves, I think Rainbow Six has the highest out of all of the games we've listed. Yeah, and especially because from a new player's perspective, you can die in such bullcrap ways. Just, like, okay, Fuse is a terrible op. Not really mm -hmm. useful against people that are good. But being killed by a Fuse is the worst feeling on Earth. Just like, I... oh, this person from a different room blew me up? Great. <laughs> that's, that's very nice. I have a, there's one time, I have a clip of it, I was playing, and I heard a fuse charge go off, and the hatch next to me was blown open, I then tried to run away from said fuse charge, jump down the hatch, and I died, and I assumed that someone was waiting for me down there, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, smart play. I watched the kill cam, one of the fuse charges from the complete other side of the room bounced its way over, and down the hatch, and killed me. And with the recent shrapnel changes, a lot of fuses have started killing themselves when they set off their fuse. <laughs> True. Which is that hysterical. was pre-shrapnel pre change. That was a while ago. So, no, that was actually, there was like pre-shrapnel change, and then there was short time of cruddy shrapnel change, and then good shrapnel change. Oh, okay. I don't think it's as easy to, bl you can blow yourself up still, but it's definitely not mm -hmm. as easy. Before, right. it's you just stand there, and they would all fall on the ground. If, assuming you're you're above them, they would all fall on the ground, mm -hmm. and then you would explode from the oh. floor above. It was incredible, super nice. fun. It made fuse even worse than he. <laughs> um, That's always good. But yeah, it, there's just a lot of frustrating ways, especially with more ops being uh, added constantly, with increasingly difficult to understand abilities, mm -hmm. like Aruni. constant operators, constant. Sorry to cut you off, but constant oh, operators, fine. constant. Um, map reworks you know you yes. learn the map yes. and then they just go in and they change it up and you have to relearn it all over again yeah i wish they would just add maps and rotate them in and out of the competitive play uh, because yeah. then you continue getting that variety but less of what the fetch is this going yeah on. right yeah um you're talking about a rooney yeah like a rooney's new thing like when i first played i was like does this do damage to me and i i ran through it and it just disappeared i was like What's the point of this? <laughs> I, I, apparently, it turns off for defenders. And then on offense, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to run through it now and see what happens. And it did a little bit of damage to me and then turned off. I'm like, is it supposed to do this? What's going on? Okay, whatever. And mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, so it turns off when you touch it. So I was about to run into Ruma. I was playing with uh, someone else. I, I called them over and said, hey, throw your drone through this because I'm out. And when it, the drone hits it and deactivates, I'll run through. You know, like, that's pretty logical. He throws yeah. the drone, it just vaporizes on the on the laser. <laughs> and and it doesn't close down. I'm like, huh. I just made this man throw his drone <laughs> into a wall for no reason. And I think I suicided with a frag grenade and closed the game. Fair. No, I didn't that's do a... that, but I wanted to uh... badly. No, I, I get that. So, yeah, I think that's uh, plenty about the, the frustrations of, of that. With Halo, it's like, I got shot. That's pretty much the only way to die. Mm -hmm. There's nothing difficult to understand. It's feels fair. You're like, oh, I probably could have shot them first, huh? Like, yeah. yeah. And so that opens it up to people who don't necessarily need the the feeling of frustration with every death that inspires them to play more and more and more until they don't have that anymore because that would be an emission of weakness if not playing. <laughs> it's not me at all by the way very true uh, very true so it just makes you hope that that this is really going to to be something that goes somewhere meaningful because mm -hmm. there's no reason call of duty should hold that spot. They they haven't earned that. Halo definitely definitely has not earned it, but they have an opportunity now, and I think they understand and have 
have the time necessary to rework those things. They learn from Spartan Ops of Halo 4 of episodic story content. Uh, they've learned from their different kinds of multiplayer experiments, and I, th I think the team is ready to produce a genuinely good product that will do things that no other FPS has done, or at least hasn't for years. No, I, I couldn't agree more, and I, I, I'll admit I was sad when they initially delayed the game from its previous launch title of earlier this year, but watching Cyberpunk 2077 release has shown oh. me that I must be as patient as humanly possible for Halo Infinite, because, and don't get me wrong, Cyberpunk is still fun with the, the many 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 bugs that it suffers from um i got i got a kick out of playing for the few hours i did and then jump right back on call of duty because i'm addicted um but i would hate to see halo turn out like that you know yeah, because and especially with their their release cycle not being yearly even you know putting aside the fact that they would lose a significant portion of their player base most likely it would just be sad for those people who do say stay that they're like, okay, we're stuck with this mediocre game for how many years? Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna play Halo because I love how it feels. Um, I mean, I I, I still play Reach frequently, probably more often mm -hmm. than is reasonable. <laughs> and I, if Infinite's bad, then it's what am I gonna do? Just keep playing Infinite for years? Yes, I don't <laughs> want to. Right, and I'll probably give them less money. Probably, I'd hope I would. I hope my moral moral fiber is strong enough to that, but we'll see. Mine definitely is not. Yeah, we we know that it's been demonstrated many times. Yeah, yeah. It's alright. We still love you, even when you have a non-functioning webcam and a worthless Master Chief skin in Fortnite. Hey, hey, that's a little that was a little too far. It's not okay. the first time I've said that, so you really shouldn't be surprised. But, but what? I I I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, it was um, a noble attempt. Yeah. It's basically pray to whatever deity you worship, and hope that this turns out well. Yeah. No, be be as patient as humanly possible for Halo Infinite. Um. Don't. A lot of 343 gets a lot of a lot of hate. They get thrashed on quite a bit by a lot of yeah. people, which I mean some of it is deserved. Um because well, they took <laughs> Yeah, no, there's very there's like 90% of it that's like I like 95% that's like not like they're just trying to make a game, you know, and it's not it's definitely not Bungie making Halo anymore, but it's you know, they're they're doing what they can to and do the right right thing and, and you can tell with with how the games are made that they genuinely care about their their game uh yeah. the halo 4 campaign was fantastic spartan Ops is a really good idea that i felt expanded the universe um in ways that i didn't necessarily even do what i wanted but i really enjoyed spartan Ops. and the multiplayer also was probably trash more than it needed to be I like to think of Halo 4 as the, like, Call of Duty Halo, right? Because yeah, that's they had, like, creative classes, there were weapon skins, they had Dominion, which was basically, like, Domination, you know, from Call of Duty. You had the three points. Dominion was a bit cooler because you could well, build, like, turrets I mean, they and have stuff. they earlier ones. Did they have Dominion? Yeah, multi-hill multi uh, King of the Hill. That's true. Thing, yeah. That's fair. I mean, not as many people played it, but it definitely oh, yeah. existed. I think, um, but like, and obviously they had sprint and reach, right? But it wasn't like, it was an armor ability. You know, you didn't just click the stick and you could run. And yeah. so that was introduced in Halo 4. Yeah. Um, which, well, and Halo 5 obviously added a couple of other movement based things that not everybody mm -hmm. likes. And I hope. Yeah. Well, okay, let's be real. They're going to stay because they added a grappling hook. And if they're willing yeah. to add a grappling hook, then they just don't care about that anymore. But it still might be fun. 
No, from what I've seen of the grappling hook so far, which was just that uh, little campaign teaser that they've shown, it looks very fun, at least in the you know story mode aspect. Yeah. You, you can't tell me that. Oh, it grappling... might not be in a multiplayer. Okay, yeah. If it's not no, a it'll be uh, it'll be a um from what I've seen, it'll be like a like a pickup. It'll be like a power weapon, you know. And so you have to race the other team for it. Yeah. And get for they I do so like okay rocket that. or sniper. That's, so, that's actually really interesting because map control in terms of like uh, controlling the power weapon spawns has always been important. <clears throat> and adding sure. other things that spawn that aren't necessarily just shooty guns that better. Uh, that might change the dynamic. That's, that's somewhat of a tangent. Yeah. Basically anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And if couldn't agree more, those I, I will say those screenshots we saw not too long ago though were very nice to see. Comparing yeah. them to the initial kind of reveal of the game, um, is very refreshing to see those. Yeah. And so I'm excited for what with what they're doing. I didn't feel too bad about the reveal of the game because it was like clearly something was missing, and they've always produced beautiful games in the past. I mean, Halo mm-hmm. Four on the 360 was awesome it still looks good so what was concerning about it was that we were so close to release from that demo and so that was the concerning part not that the game didn't look terrible i mean it was missing lighting first of all you know but like it was it still looked you know like it looked like halo i i would say um but it definitely looks a lot prettier now, and I'm very excited to see what how much more they can improve that aspect of the game. Yeah, and I think gradually, I mean, there's been so much bad press on botch releases. I feel like it really started around the release of uh, this last generation of consoles with Battlefield 4's launch being a total nightmare. The servers just kind of didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then progressing on to even like first-person game, or sorry, single-player games like Cyberpunk, highly anticipated great company that made it and everyone was mad that launch that launch was terrible on top on top of all of the just the bugs when you actually got into the game half the people couldn't even get into the game it locked them at like 57 or 54 percent on steam or 54 gigs not percent i forget how big the download is but it locked them at like 57 gigs they couldn't get in um i had i I bought it i mean they pulled it from the ps4 store as well as the xbox store just completely no it's it's just gone um you can still get it you can still get physical copies but digital copies are nowhere to be found um but with uh the series x launch i i went into the store to pre-download the game and it's like playable at you know 5 p.m local time i was like oh cool you know i'll come home from work and i'll boot up my xbox and i get to play i turn my xbox on you child and it's like games locked you get to play at 10 i'm like excuse me (laughs) i was just lied to (laughs) but that that launch which surprises me how abysmal just getting into the game was because it was a single player title i don't think there were like servers that everyone was trying to hop on, you know? Yeah, I don't know if they did, because, I mean, nowadays everything's online, but yeah. it's just it's just interesting to see this this develop of more and more companies are getting more and more bad PR. I mean, pulling the game from the store, I can't remember the last time that's happened. I don't even yeah. know if it's happened for a AAA title ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that 343 kind of saw that when they released... Well, okay, sorry. I think 343 recognized when they released that trailer and saw the backlash of Craig. Um, <laughs> what do you mean backlash? Craig okay, was he's beloved welcomed now. in the community. Craig was wonderful. He was, okay. he was hated and wonderful. then turned into a meme, and then everyone's like, don't do anything to Craig or it will hurt you. You Anyways, know there's lore about Craig now? Yes, 343 loves their fans. It's amazing. But anyways, like they saw that they're like, Oh man, when we when we release information about this game, it almost has to be in finished condition. Like let's be real, with betas, 
betas are just like trials for the game now they oh, don't care 100%. about testing i mean they'll be like submit no. a bug report like when i played the even the destiny beta which was years ago mm-hmm. i didn't have any problems it was literally just a trial also right. biggest disappointment of my life that campaign was terrible <laughs> uh irrelevant but i think generally the gaming community 343 in particular because that's that's who we're talking about is recognizing when i say gaming i mean the publishing uh, the publishers of games, they're recognizing that they can't give half-finished products. Like, I've never went to the theaters and seen a movie that was, like, mostly done. I've... I think the only other place where I can honestly say that I get partially done things is McDonald's. And we don't want to compare this to McDonald's. McDonald's is a piece right? of crap. It's, exactly. It is public knowledge and opinion that McDonald's is not quality. And when the only other industry that that shares that trait of releasing unfinished things is freaking fast food, that's a problem. And mm-hmm. I, I like that they don't have a release date for, for Halo Infinite. They're saying, okay, well, we'll release it when it's done. Hopefully they don't pull a cyberpunk, delay it for two months, and then release it when it's totally not done because people keep yelling at them. Mm-hmm. Not what I want to see. But hopefully that means there's even another example there beyond their own experiences. Uh, they see that game come out and say, oh, we, we can't do that. We're going to deliver a finished game. It's going to have great multiplayer. It's going to be feature complete. And we're going to have great plans for the future. If they do those things, honestly, it doesn't even have to to get rid of all of the movement things that I, I don't really like. Because... <laughs> It's already better than 90% of the games that come out right now. I mean, Call of Duty. We just ranted about how terrible the newly released game is because it failed to properly bug test it. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't want to see that with, with one of my favorite franchises out there. One with so much potential to fill gaps that Call of Duty, as well as other games, have left for them. Um... And with all the talent that they have there and the new plan that they have, all of the potential that's in there, it would just hurt so much to see it waste. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I would hate, like I said earlier, I would hate to see Halo Infinite turn out like Cyberpunk did. You know, just bug-riddled and not finished. All right, yep. So I guess let the praying begin. Atheists, you may pray to science. But I think that's a, about all that I have to say on the subject. Do you have anything? Um, no, I think we've covered just about everything. So Our rant has been sufficient. It's always good to hear. All right. Well, I suppose that, that ends all of our discussion for the day. We're grateful that you came to listen, Casper the Ghost. We really appreciate that. Um, and please watch out for the next one that will not come out four months from now. I pinky promise. I will make a five-minute recording of me just putting two potlids together repeatedly and and making beautiful noise if if it comes to that. I don't know if anybody wants to hear that. I think they would almost rather that, um, that, you know, we get one out in four months. Yeah, no one cares about your opinion. Fair. Fair enough. We're releasing a buggy, unfinished product, and that's it. (laughs) That's final. All right. My bad, my bad. It is your bad. Thanks for acknowledging that. All right. Well, this has been the Big Pinecast number three.